0: All right, welcome back to the Whitetail Experience Podcast. This is your host, Byron Horton. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm actually doing this podcast on a Friday, gonna send it out to those people driving to their hunting location. It's early in the morning. Did you get up at two, three, four, five? Well, this podcast is to to make this journey just a touch easier. You're probably jacked up, hyped up on your caffeinated beverage of choice. but it is deer, deer season, folks. October is here. The leaves are changing. We've had an awesome little temp drop kind of floating around here for the last oh couple days. And uh, we've been bow hunting, folks. Um, you know, before we get started with this update, I do want to mention um, if you're looking to pick up some Lone Wolf custom gear, go ahead and enter code WEXP at checkout. Also noted, uh, this is a recent addition, I think we have a whopping two members as of now, uh, Patreon. We are we are going to do a Patreon at this point. It is live and active, search tail Experience on there, it should show up with our logos. And I think at least what we're going to do is probably partner with, with XOP um, or Lone Wolf Custom Gear and get some sort of giveaway for, for oh, kind of Q4 time frame. And and we're going to give it to those guys. We're also going to let those guys, uh, we have a W.E. White Toe Experience Hard Earned Bucks shirt in the works. I just okayed a graphic yesterday. And so those people are going to be able to get, like, W.E. gear at cost, I think, um, that kind of stuff. And realistically, I'll, I'll maybe look to, to maybe release some solo content there, whether that be photo or video or podcast related, um, might might do that as well. it's, it's we're early on in that guy. We're, we'll figure it out as we go. But let's get to some bow hunting talk. Um, as far as the opener goes, we we had a hot opener, um, and really it, nobody had any crazy leads um, at that that point in time. Um, Dave and I both hunted. Andy had uh, work obligations. He's a working man, and and so he had to uh, stay home for for the opener. Uh, Dave took his neighbor out, which is a new bow hunter. Um, and that guy actually got the adrenaline dump that the reason why we do this really, uh, Dave took him on a, on a mission. Uh, they, they went a, a ways into this piece in the dark and, and ended up having a doe come by, oh, roughly 60 yards. And, um, you know, he had mentioned to Dave, like, Hey, like, I don't know if I'm cold or shaking or what's this about? Like he, you know, he got that dump, you know, uh, that adrenaline dump that we, so that was cool. Um, I, I don't think I had any big leads. I did prep the, the small farm I hunt uh, just to pray I can get on a deer there for my sister, and, and it does appear there's some does there, so maybe I'll shoot a doe there as as well. We'll see. But obviously, we had the cold front roll in, and, and Dave and I kind of both rearranged some schedules and and kind of had to make it work. I, I could get the morning hunt in a lot easier, uh, so that's what I elected to do. I actually... Uh, had a buck in the summer that favored mornings at this location. Uh, there was a rainish type, you know, event that was happening overnight. So I said, yeah, well, why not? Uh, I'll go in there, hunt the morning. There's a, there's a scrape that he touched up a few times in the summer, kind of just working the licking branch or whatever. And I said, it's, it's, it's the best lead I got. And I know there's a bunch of does there based on the camera. I wasn't going to shoot a doe because this is a, a work morning mission. And sure enough, um, I didn't see that deer i did have some bucks come in and with this cold front something like i noticed in a 24 hour period is we finally got winds above what i'll call like 15 mile an hour and so the acorn population on the ground literally quadrupled in a 24 48 hour period um from all the scouting i've done from here to kentucky um i've got a couple oaks even in the yard um the, 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 the deer are probably now, if not, uh, they should be, but like the the oaks on the ground number just quadrupled in a 48 hour period, which is, you know, kind of cool to, to note. But uh, I did have some does on that hunt feeding on these oaks. Um, I was hunting low, I was tucked in. I thought, you know, I had a chance. Pulled the trail cam actually after the hunt and that buck moved through there two mornings. One was no-go, like it was like four in the morning, but the other was was in daylight. Um, So he, you know, I I had a chance. I think he moved through there in daylight September 15. Um, So pulled out of there, got back to work, and then I have been scouting, oh, a few times. Heck, I did a a crazy mission the other day that we'll get to later in the podcast. Dave uh, had hunted the evening of this cold front, didn't see any deer whatsoever, and uh kind of a great mystery there uh, based on just the temp in the front pulled some some cards and he's got some good bucks to chase this year so i'm pumped for him he's kind of zeroed in and it wasn't necessarily i think he pulled two or three cams uh on a piece that's further away really it's you know roughly two hours um from here oh gosh my bluetooth speaker just sabotaged my podcast but uh you know, it's a, it, he's got some good bucks on cam. You know, higher caliber deer for public land, and he's um he's got a number of them. So there is you know on these couple cams he can he can make educated guesses and hunt this area pretty hard. And, and so he's he's gonna zero in there for for the time being. Um, my let's see here, going through my notes. Oh, the 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 mission from what was that yesterday? So I drove to a piece that, that we've kind of fringe hunted for the last couple of years, and pulled three trail cams before sunrise. Uh, I knew where these cams were; that they weren't terribly far, and uh, two two of which I was hundred percent sure I could get to the tree even without a headlamp. So I went and pulled these, and uh, you know, surprisingly, that was that was easy. I could I would do that again in the future. Um, I've kind of shied away from that now. I went to go get my fourth trail cam in the dark and my Onyx said I, I was right on it. Then I said I walked right by it and then I said it was 10 you know, like I was, I was within the vicinity and I wasn't looking too hard because I already decided I was going to go in here with my standing sticks and just hunt the first 45 minutes of daylight at this location, you know, maybe get lucky um, and then pull that cam in and get on the road and get back to work. So, um, sun came up. I, I I was able to peek around that camera. I think I was, oh, 20 ish yards off. Um, so yeah, trail cams in the dark with the headlamp, totally doable. It will add to my game. If, if I definitely know the tree, if you don't know the tree, or maybe it's a thicker type habitat where you could, you're kind of unsure and, and not super familiar with, uh, maybe don't do that, but, uh, definitely doable. Uh, let's see here. Something I've noted too, from this week of scouting, um, was lack of rubs. Just even in Kentucky, lack of current rubs. I really have not found a a tremendous amount. I don't think I found any Ohio rubs at this time. And I've been walking. Um, I've been able with with COVID, I'm working from home and I'm not afraid to get up, you know, four in the morning, drive to one of my pieces and walk for 45 minutes an hour and then be home and be logged on by say 9.30 and just work a touch later in the evening so I've been I've been scouting I really wanted to get on a, a buck early season um be able to pull a Jake Bush or something like that and I just I don't have a bead right now um speaking of Jake I did talk to him one night this week and uh he had oh a few debacles as far as pressure is concerned but uh did see a, a stu you know a couple solid bucks lately I think later half of the week he's been able to, to get on some some good bucks or whatever um, coming by him. Just not, I don't think, the one he wants to shoot at this point. Um, as far as a budget cam update, as you know, I have purchased, oh, probably six to eight models over the last two years, and, and I will be doing a YouTube video. I'll have a full breakdown and uh, be able to really compare a uh, good dollar value uh, as far as a budget cam is concerned. But I think the Muddy and the Covert MP16 are kind of leading the way for the price point. Um, the Muddy's 55 at the Covert is like 65 on camo fire. Um, I've got some thoughts on, around which one's better or which one may, you know, take the, the overall place there. But, um, I guess if you guys have any experience, please shoot me a DM, leave a comment if you kind of like either one of those cams or have had a good or bad experience. I know the Muddy, my buddy, uh, oh, Jonah Bell, who does, uh, they, they just shot a good buck in Ohio, uh, 24 hours ago, maybe 48, um, diehard bow hunter, but, uh, they, um, they run the the muddy pro the second version i think muddy had some issues with the first version of their cameras just not working as good but the uh, the mp12 m m16 i don't know what the number is but kind of their second version and he runs those on it on his public pieces and kind of pointed me in that direction but he said occasionally the door breaks but but other than that they seem actually pretty solid for the value um Today is actually, I think, the coldest day. It is October 2nd when I am recording this Friday. And it is the coldest day kind of scheduled for the first 15 days of October right now. And so Andy uh, was out this morning, didn't see anything, started scouting around. He actually found some buck sign and just now sent a video of some deer that must be up on their feet. And, you know, he was actually debating uh, going home. Uh, after scout and said he was tired, and I kind of said, "Hey man, like as far as weather is concerned, this is literally the coldest day on the app right now in the first 15 days of October. Um, so might as well hunt that evening hunt. It does seem like people kill their bucks in the evening this time of year. Um, if you got the time, probably do it. Zoe's got a mess of debacles. Uh, he's got like maintenance working on his uh, his apartment. He's got an oil change, and then he um, he's got to go look at some houses later today. Um, just just a a mess of stuff and he was going to go hunt but obviously just a bunch of debacles there as far as looking at the the weekend and what's coming up you know dave's going to throw a hunt he's got he's got leads to follow at this point i am definitely going to be putting some boots to ground and scouting i i think i'll throw a dart for the first hour hour and a half of daylight and then uh, I'll be pulling cards, putting some boot leather down, maybe hanging a few more cams. Um, from my pool the other day, I now have some cams back here at what I call the home base. And uh, I can get those out and, and hopefully locate. I, I do have a buck I can chase right now. He's just flirting the edge of what I consider a shooter. And so I'd like to find something just, just bigger. Um, yeah, there's no way around that conversation. I just wish he was 10 inches bigger. Uh, that's what she said. Well, either way. <laughs> um, as far as um, maybe I'll shoot a doe this weekend. That's another thing I thought about. Obviously, we, with COVID this year and the run on the grocery store there, March-April time frame, I think I'm going to be shooting definitely two deer, if if not maybe a, um, a third. You know, Now I've got a little boy here at home. Um, but as far as getting venison, um, even for maybe the extended family, not a terrible idea with the grocery store situation. That was kind of scary there. Um, March April time. As far as what what I've seen, what I'm liking as far as uh, obviously the new system is concerned from from Lone Wolf custom gear because that's what I'm running. Um, I have attached a um, bow holder to my 1.0 and I really like that. Uh, I know people who have commented originally that'll get hung up in brush dude, I've crawled with that thing through some honeysuckle debacles. The only thing I haven't truly tackled is some CRP grass now, and and that may get put to the test here Saturday. Uh, But it doesn't seem to get hung up. Uh, I do have it, and it it, it doesn't even stick out that much further from the body. The only time I've got that thing hung up is when I was storing my tree stand in my vehicle. Um, So yeah, it it seems to be nice, and it just saves me a step going up, but then it also saves me a step coming down, and you do the math over the course of the year, Dave and I were talking, I've, I've, I think I've scouted or hunted nine days. Um, in the Ohio season has only been open for six of those. Obviously there's some Kentucky stuff in there, but you know, it's just a the cumulative effect of, I don't have to either put a strap or screw in a bow holder. Every hunt is, is nice. Um, you know, and I don't think it's a, a hassle to get that thing out of the, the, the bow holder that it's in. um, I do sometimes take the quiver off and just gear tie it to my bag, um, just if it's a tight quarter situation where I where I'd have to shoot quickly or, or I don't have a lot of hor- like you know vertical space. If you are horizontal space to shoot through some some thicker stuff. The other thing I really liked is the um, uh, the pocket arm and, and just, I like the fact it's one piece. I saw a guy do a video with some mods where he he needed a two piece. I actually prefer the fact it's a one piece. For years, we actually had a beast arm in the uh, camera arm arsenal here at, at Whitetail Experience, and we actually really like leaned towards it as a as a good option because the fact that it's one piece. You, we would pull it up with the bow rope and then set it, and we were done. Versus the fourth arrow is six steps to get on the tree and the fake screwdriver. Um, and this is obviously before a lot of companies made some better models. Uh, I ran the, the Assassin Reach last year. And at the time, I thought that was the best option available for a mobile guy. And now i um, really enjoying the pocket arm. And I, I, I like the gear bag hook underneath um, so that I can store my small backpack. And, you know, you kind of combo the gear... Um, Holder piece underneath that pocket arm with my bow holder and now my setup is is just a little more fluent i don't have the extra steps of of getting hooks around trees to accept my bag to accept my bow and you know if you're hunting a lot these steps kind of add up and and so that's been nice Um, i will say obviously the hook on the the pocket arm is not the biggest so a little hack there that i've done i've just had some eight millimeter cord um, that I've attached to to the top of that bag in a small loop. You could use uh, paracord um, or something of that nature, some sort of small rope to, to make getting on and off that hook a lot easier. Uh, that's that's all I got. I think I wanted to get this podcast out for you guys. You guys going to the stand, uh, team hard-earned bucks out there doing their thing. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate you guys all giving us the like button, supporting us, commenting on YouTube and it really means a lot to me we've had several people uh, reach out and, and just voice um voice their opinion in numerous ways and, and so yeah i think uh hunting season is here guys i wish you guys the best of luck i've been talking to a few of you guys on the side and, and man it seems like uh, everyone's pretty jazzed and excited and and getting on better deer so i think for for now guys i think team, team harder and bucks we're out